Welcome to Only a Podcast. Two blokes upside down and many miles from home talk about popular culture and unpopular culture too. Music, books, films, the news, what we had for dinner last night, anything goes. Apart from politics, probably. I am an antichrist. He is an anarchist. We are only a podcast. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming. What was that weird music we heard at the start there, Captain? I, I couldn't possibly... Uh, well, no. Um, we've been wanting to do it for ages. I looked back in Instagram and um, when we first posted about, look, we've got our instruments out. Oh, no. Yeah, and um, yeah. we're going to do a theme tune. But uh, various things happened and all that. But now we've done one. Um, we have. Loosely based, <laughs> loosely based on on lots of things uh, yeah. in blues canon. Um, the, the dead can't sue, so we should be we should be all right. No, I that's think. true. John Lee Hooker's um, probably turning in his grave, uh, yeah. but the members of ZZ Top are still alive. So if we can <laughs> we can get done for ripping off like Grange, then um, yeah. you'll yeah, know so, where we are, folks. Yeah, for those who don't know, we are as well as being among the the world's leading podcasters, we're also very very talented musicians. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we recorded a little uh, new theme tune. Uh, might do a few more, you know, an outro maybe at some point. But um, yeah, I did yeah. the guitar and uh, the captain did the old harmonica, the old blues harp. It sounds quite good, yeah. I reckon. So let us know yeah. what you reckon, folks. I've, I've had worse results from studios. I've paid money to record it. So <laughs> exactly. I think yeah, I think it's, it's good. Done. Yeah, all done in the spare bedroom. It's uh, it's amazing what you can do these days, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, how you been, Captain? All right. I've been I've been all right, as I said. Earlier, I've still got a shoulder problem, and it's given me giving me hassle. But we'll mm. we'll sort it out eventually. Apart from that, everything is fine. It's been raining a lot. I don't know yeah. if it's been down there, but uh, yeah, no, not, not uh, raining too much. Good. It's been a bit been a bit more commendy down here, and uh, but it's warm. I think it was twenty degrees yeah. yesterday. It's just pretty oh, warm for God. down here this time of year. Um, um, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So, what you been up to? Oh, trying to trying to find time to listen and watch things. Uh, we've got lots of family watching and listening, some of which we'll go into today, and others which just just haven't had time to all sit around the table. I mean, it's only three of us. You'd think it'd be easy to get them all together, but, you, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. You can't make the you know, planets align. Oh, I can't do it tonight. I've got this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. But anyway, we did get around to. Uh, we did get around to. To joining in on one or two things, um, which we'll go into in a bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got um, well, culture catch-up perspective, I suppose. I finished a couple of shows that I've talked about before. Uh, oh. So I was right. talking about a, a drama drama show thing that I was watching called Our House. You know, that one where the, uh, yeah. the woman, woman comes home to find her house has been sold without her knowing. Yeah. Uh, got yeah. you into that. It's really good, actually. It's, you know, very um, one of these British thrillers, you know. Uh, it's basically yeah. a tale of, of blackmail. And betrayal and all that stuff. So yeah, well worth watching. That was I liked that. Our house. Um, also got to the end of uh, the what's it called? Freeze the fear with Wim Hof. You know the Iceman thing. Oh yeah. Again, that was. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it was just another celebrity show. Six celebrities challenged, being challenged to do stuff, but um, it's just fascinating stuff. Uh, I, I, I urge everyone to have a little look at Wim Hof. Just um, Google him, and yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Mm. Uh, it's from him where I got my idea to do the cold showers, which, like as I said, I've been doing for probably about six months now. I do a cold shower every day. 
uh, <laughs> that was it was the summer when I started. Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's a bit chilly. Well, I've moved. I'm a bit further out of town as well. The water's a bit colder up here. And it's, yeah. Do you want to go light. plumbering, get an outdoor one? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just go j- jump in the stream. But yeah, so but it's, it's good. feels good after it's done. Well, it's the first 10 seconds are the worst. Once that, once that's done, you, yeah. you're all right. So I'll stay in there for about a minute and a half. Um, yeah, it's good. Screaming good. silently Scr- inside. Screaming. <laughs> Remembering when I used to have a willy. Um, sorry, oh. listeners, you don't need to. Hope you're not having your breakfast. No. So yeah, I finished that. I also um, watched, just sort of at a loose end, uh, just wanted to watch something easy. So just surfing, I came across a uh, documentary, I think it was on Netflix, about Dolly Parton. I don't know if you've watched that, have you? Uh, that's, that's been on the list for quite yeah. some time but yeah yeah yeah. Sure. yeah good good documentary what a formidable cool. woman i mean i think we knew that yeah. anyway but what yeah. a formidable woman she is um yeah give, give that a watch it's pretty short and pretty easy going so yeah watch dolly parton that was good I've, i dug into netflix um in a spare moment when i was uh, rejected by the rest of the family to watch some stuff um no it was um uh, it was a good documentary on Netflix also about a guy called Ben Fong Torres, mm. who was uh, the editor of Rolling Stone at one point. Um, and it's how he grew up as a Chinese immigrant in America and went through high school and did his, um, did the school magazine and all those kind of writings that, mm. that, that turned, turned, out, turned him out almost fully formed into the world of, uh, of, of, of rock criticism when he got around to it. Um, He's a lovely chap, uh, and it's it's uh, uh, it digs into briefly and not not perhaps enough into the sort of uh, a Chinese American scene in San Francisco through the years. Yeah. Um, but that was oh, that was a good watch, and uh, he, it's, he's mates with you know he, he was one of the the ones that they all wanted him to review them, you know, that kind of thing. So you yeah. you could see him cuddling up to Elton John in the film, and, and one or two others. Uh, it's uh, yeah, he's. Uh, He's a fantastic chap. Uh, that's if that sounds like it's your interest, then uh, and dive in. It's it's really good. Yeah, sounds like a good one. Never heard of him, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're often the most interesting ones, aren't they? The ones you've never heard of. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. I think we've both dug into uh, Obi Wan Kenobi this week, haven't we? We did. That's mm. that's one we did get the family together. Mm. Um, do I don't know how you're going to go. What do I reckon? Uh, yeah. I, it remains. Yeah, it remains to be seen if mm. if it's a slow burner or 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 possibly more typically of these kind of limited series things, especially on Netflix, just slow. But uh, something that might could have been done and dusted in like two episodes or or a film, no less. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's 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 interesting for who it is and what it is. You um, uh, McGregor's beard. <laughs> um, features quite a lot. Uh, I'm not going to go into any plot lines. There's obviously little hooks in there for Star Wars fans. Um, I don't reserve judgment at the moment. It's it, it we you know it occupied a occupied an hour and a half last night over the first two episodes, and um, we'll see how it goes as to whether it gets any more exciting. Yeah, I think um, yeah. a lot of the more recent Star Wars stuff has just been a bit long, but that seems to be the case with a lot of TV and film these days, doesn't it? It's just so yeah. long, you know, and slow. It's true. Uh, I don't know why they save themselves a bit of bit of film. I guess even they- the new, even the newer episodes of the actual um, 
triple trilogy or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Um, uh, yeah. Hmm. You can shave half an hour like, off a more, can you? Good, good moments, yeah. I know the best in, in, in my humble opinion, Imho, um, Rogue One is the, is the best of the recent it's ones. Really good, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those ones that's kind of set in. Or like one day, or the whole thing happens in one day, doesn't it? It's one, isn't it one of those? It certainly gets on with it, basically. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, ten years later. No, which right. was Straight last night. The... You know, uh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I um, for, yeah, for those that don't know, so Obi Wan Kenobi is set in the period, kind of after Luke and Leia were born. Uh, spoiler alert: they're actually twins. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, uh, after they were born and t- taken off to safety somewhere. Uh, and Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi just disappeared because things had gone a bit wonky with Anakin. Uh, it's sort of between that period and when the first original episode four Star Wars appeared, yeah. when Ben was an old hermit and Luke Skywalker was a young man. So it, it covers that period. Of, well, I don't know if it's all of that period, but that's kind of where it is. Um, yeah. So, mm. but yeah, it's great. It's it's funny. You watch these new Star Wars things. And for me, it's um, one of my earliest memories was going to see the first Star Wars film at the cinema. It's the first time I ever went to the cinema uh, and, yes, yeah, seeing that first Star Wars movie. And I remember it vividly. You know, I was about eight years old. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 77, yeah, I was about eight. Uh, and I remember it vividly. I remember going into the foyer of the cinema. I'd never set foot in the cinema before. And uh, I even remember the music that was playing. You know, they had, like, background music playing. And it was um, ABBA, Take a Chance on Me. To this day, I hear that song. I think of going to the uh, the uh, the Odeon, East Ham Odeon on Barking Road in London and seeing uh, seeing the first Star Wars film. It takes me right back. Um, but yes, it's always been there in my life. Star Wars, it's always been there, and I don't know if there's anything else that that has. And I think it'll probably be there till the day I die as well. I don't think Star Wars will ever end. Mm. Um, yeah, and I can't think of anything else. There's things like soap operas and stuff like that, obviously. Uh, but I don't know if there's it a movie, movie franchise or TV series or anything that's been around hmm. my whole lifespan. There's bands, I suppose, of Rolling Stones and yeah, maybe one or two others. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's just it's kind of always had a special place for me, Star Wars. But I know that's the case for millions of people. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's ever going to end. So no, uh, no it'll, it'll it'll always be there in some form or another uh, because it's classic, isn't it? Good versus evil. That's, that's always a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else caught your eye? Uh, oh, ears maybe ears. Um, yeah, I think a uh, couple of albums. Um, there was a live performance in 2011 um, by. Mavis Staples and the drummer of the band, Levon Helm, who was mm. uh, not too well at the time, but still great, I have to say. Um, and the album of that is out now. It's called Carry Me Home, and it's full of blues and gospel and rock classics, and it's a quality performance. I, I, see, I saw Mavis uh, here, wow, uh, 2011, 12-ish, with a crack band of LA blues musicians, one of whom I'd actually met before, um, mm. and I just, 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 she was great, and this album is great, and um, everyone should give it at least one listen. Um, 
you know, it's completely yeah. joyful, uh, slightly heartbreaking because Levon was not, uh, as I say, not too well at the time. Uh, he's not around anymore. But uh, yeah, what a great record! It's going to be in my. I, could it, is it? Does it qualify to be my best of year since it was originally done in 2011? I, I guess it does. Um, mm. And that other album, um, a throwback to the mid 80s here, folks, um, by an assemblage of musicians called X Propaganda. That's propaganda with an X in front of it, one word. And strangely enough, it's Claudia and Suzanne from Propaganda and the producer of their Secret Wish album, Stephen Lipson. And they are now X Propaganda, and the new album is called The Heart is Strange. And it's it, 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 if you've you know heard those hits like Jewel from uh, Secret Wish, then this is not going to be at all unfamiliar to you. It's 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 just them. It's the band. It's it, they could call they could have called it Propaganda. Really, um, they could have been a return of. And it is. It's it's great. Electro pop, moody. No, you. I've got um, to say, you've uh, completely lost me there. I, I've, I've no idea who you're talking about. You've wow. completely lost me. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll know some of the songs. Right. Our propaganda uh, were on Trevor Horn's label ZTT. ZTT. Right, okay. Frankie goes to Hollywood, etc. etc. Yeah. Maybe I'll recognise it if I hear some of it. I'll give it. I'm a sure afterwards. you will. Yeah. Play if you play propaganda. Duel. D U E L. You'll know because you'll have heard it a million times on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's just, another one. It's just, yep. just, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a complete earworm, and I warn you not to listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you might. It's, I heard it on the radio from 95 BFM, which is our local station, folks, and I do listen in the mornings uh, to Rachel's show, and this is a track that was just nagging me, and we managed to hold our phones up to the speaker this morning and find out who it was, and it's a local DJ uh, called, I'm not going to attempt to, uh, to say what it really means, but it's spelt F C K C P S. <laughs> Work it out yourselves, yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a tune called "Holding Back," uh, and it samples Mick Hucknall and Simply Red, <laughs> which sounds uh, wow. extraordinarily. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. Um, but it's a sort of chill out club track, um, and it works surprisingly well. And I just can't. Get away from it now. Uh, it's done me. Um, so, yeah. Right, well, you that, better share that earworm and get it, get it out is there. That gonna, is that going to be the best of my year as well? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably be still listening to it in December. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'll probably be still hearing it. Maybe not listening still to hear, it. Still humming it in the shower, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I did listen to that maybe Staples album that you sent over. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's just all sort of blues and soul standards, really, eh? Um, yeah. yeah, brilliant yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've really got a yeah, I've really got an into listening to that kind of music. I think since uh, we started recording our uh, theme music, I've been list- I was listening to a lot of that kind of stuff just to get me in the mood. Yeah. That sort of r- rhythm yeah. and blues kind of stuff. I love it. I, I really, uh, yeah, really like that. It moves me that kind of music. I wish I'd played it, you know, in bands and stuff earlier. But yeah. who knows? Maybe I'll start a band one day doing that kind of stuff. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you have. Yeah, I've to brought back yeah. all sorts of uh, all sorts of memories of yeah various bands that I've been in, mm. various places I've been. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Um, we had a couple of RIPs this week, which uh, we'll just cover off quickly because I haven't really done any mm. sort of obituaries on any of these people. But um, uh, we lost uh, Ray Liotta. 
Yeah. Great actor, great actor. I mean, you know, it's it's Ray Liotta, isn't it? Uh, yep. I saw someone shared that scene from Goodfellas where he goes and pistol whips that guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the greatest films ever made, by the way, I think, Goodfellas. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, got to be. I think yeah. so. Um, who else did we lose? Uh, Andy Fletcher from Depeche Mode. The, the quiet yeah. one, really, from Depeche Mode. Uh, died quite young. Um, uh, yeah, which was, uh, again, been going a long time. Uh, I don't know how he died, but yeah. And finally, an- sure. another one that just came in um, yesterday, I think, was P- Patricia Brake. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, most of you won't know who Patricia Brake is, an English actress, uh, most famously known as uh, uh, Imogen. Was it Imogen? Yeah. Imogen, yeah. Uh, uh, Fletcher's daughter in Porridge. She was in, I think, yeah, she's been in lots of things. One of those character yeah, actors. Things. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we, lo- we lost her as well. Uh, so, yeah, a few RIPs there. Uh, yeah, and on to the main stuff. So, a couple of things of caught my eye this week um which i'll dive in first one is these abba concerts so universally uh well received i think i think people have yeah. generally really really dug it but i noticed yeah. uh Alexis petridis in the guardian was was five stars and you know after two minutes you really you didn't realize you were at some kind of fake yeah. thing it yeah was a, yeah it was a fantastic presentation allegedly yeah. and uh and wow so, so what does this mean then for the future of aging rock stars? We've talked about aging rock stars before, haven't we? But they, 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 it's working <laughs> from home, time. isn't it? They, they, they can yeah, it is. tour the world working from home. It's, uh, well, yeah. If, what does this mean for the, the, the uh, yeah, well, it's worked clearly. It's worked very, very well. And there's no reason why this can't be picked up and moved all around the world so they can do a world tour. Yeah. Are other bands going to yeah. do this? I mean, we've seen gorillas doing kind of stuff like that, and I'm sure there's been other artists that have done stuff. They've at least been in the room. Um, yeah, well, no, yeah. I think uh, it obviously helps if you've got giant pots of cash to yeah. generate the staggering spectacle that uh, it obviously was. Hmm. Uh, so, I, yeah, I don't quite think it's going to be uh, in any way accessible. But uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, they obviously had no compunction to get together. Um, in person, um, why should they? Um, <laughs> they've all fallen out with each other for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, uh, you know, if, if you can don the uh, don the suit and get the graphic scanner out and um, mm-hmm. turn yourself into a, a, an avatar of your yeah. past self, avatar, avatar, <laughs> not to yeah. be confused with abattoir. That's different. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I, but I guess that technology exists now. So, well, I guess that te- yeah. technology exists before. They've used it from movies, right, or video games and stuff. So, but maybe yeah. other bands will be like, oh, we could do that, you know, go into a couple of weeks' work in a studio and do a world tour. Yeah. Who, who would you like to I'm see? Didn't Queen, didn't Queen, sorry, Queen tried. Did they re- actually regenerate Freddie Mercury at one point oh, in, in some kind that. of holographic presentation? Yeah, I think But obviously right. the, the technology might have moved on even yeah. in the past five years. To, oh, yeah. yeah to, we'll you know, that. the way processing power doubles yeah. every year or, or whatever that yeah, law is. That's right. Um, mm. it, it's maybe even easier now to, to do that kind of thing than when, than when the early attempts were made. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, didn't we have uh, – who else was it recently? Was it Frank Sinatra or someone – Someone was duetting with Frank Sinatra on stage. I can't think who it was. Mm. 
Mm. Not sure about dead mm. people doing it. Would you, die, would you go? Would you? Would you go? <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, if Maybe the Rolling, artists, if the rolling not, Stones but... were going to be at our local arena, but not really at our local arena, would you go? Well, the, could an, a band like the Rolling Stones even do that? Because it's, it's so energetic. You know, Mick running up and down the runway, and you know that hmm. wouldn't work, would it? Uh, in a, no. uh, unless you had three D goggles on, you know that might be the next. Uh, or did the Abba thing have three D glasses? I don't know if it did or not. I'm not sure. Not sure. Uh, so it only worked for certain artists, I suppose. But yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you got to get. You, you, but are you going to? Is there going to be any kind of interaction? You know, you get the AI built in to realise that the audience have gone to sleep, so just <laughs> cheer them up a bit, or or something like yeah, that. Or, or could it be any, done live with any than, kind of machine interaction? It, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. kind of pre-recorded, yeah. right? I guess it's pre-recorded, obviously, and they're yeah. just playing it back. But could it be done live? Mm. So the band are actually Whoa. in a warehouse in a studio somewhere. Yeah. And they could actually interact with the audience and talk to them. Mm. Wow. Yeah. All right. Leave that with me. I'm going to work on that. I'll get me, uh, I'll get my slide rule out and figure figure something out. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, And the other thing is um, the new uh, biopic drama, docudrama series thingy about the Sex Pistols called Pistol. Yes. Um, yeah. which is hot off the press. It was only released yesterday. Um, so we're, we're finger on the pulse here, um, which is good. Uh, I have managed to watch the first two episodes. Um, I don't think you've managed to go there yet, have you, Captain? Not yet. But I have uh, thoughts. Yeah. So carry on. Good. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, it's, um, it's a, I think, six-part six part epi- uh, six series on yeah. Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's based on the book, the sort of, uh, autobiography, uh, Lonely Boy by Steve Jones of the Sex Pistols, the guitarist. So the, it centers around him and his story. So, you know, you've got to be very careful with these things because is it, it's directed by Danny Boyle, by the way. Uh, so big name, big name at the helm. Uh, is it, um, a documentary? Are you there to be informed? Is it a, film are you there to be entertained is it something in between um i mean we've seen with things like rocket man you know that that blurred that line brilliantly i thought between fact and fantasy if you like um i I don't think uh pistol quite goes that far there are certainly bits in it that are very sort of artsy artsy there's a great scene um uh chrissy hind features quite heavily in it and uh, uh, the, the character and the actress actually that, that plays Chrissy Hine they're great um, but yeah there's a scene where she's singing um, Starman with Steve Jones I don't know if that ever really happened obviously this is based on the book this isn't uh, necessarily uh, mm. exactly what happened <clears throat> but yeah Chrissy Hines in there you've got uh, Tallulah Riley as Vivian Westwood uh, Maisie Williams is playing Jordan so all the names you can imagine are in there and uh I, I saw in another review it's um in this in in rock biopics in fact any biopic really they have to kind of um really blatantly signal certain things you know uh and it, it happens in this as well so it's um you know you don't have time to introduce characters everything has to be condensed really quickly 
So someone walks yeah. in and, uh, oh, you, you must be Billy Idol that I've heard about, you know, uh, so, you know, oh, that must <laughs> yeah. be Susie off of Susie and the Banshees. But yeah, they're, they're all in yeah. this. They're all in there. The Billy Idol's in there. Uh, Susie and the Banshees are in there. Don Letts is in there. Um, uh, obviously, uh, Malcolm McLaren is played by Thomas Brody Sangster, who yeah. you'll all, you'll all know his face. He played the, the, uh, the dude in, Queen's Gambit, and he was a child actor. You know, he was in loads of stuff when he was a kid. Uh, he was in Love Actually. That Love Actually. Nanny like... McPhee. Yeah. So is that again? Is yeah. that again? Yes, Love Actually, as I found yeah. out. That's right. He was a little kid um, in Love Actually. So he, he plays uh, Malcolm McLaren. He does a pretty good job. Uh, the the main uh, members of the band are, uh, are, to me, unknown actors. Toby Wallace, Anson Boone. I don't know any of these people. Um, but the guy that plays John Lydon seems pretty good, actually. Um, so I'm. Um, really enjoying it uh, and i'm just kind of going with it going with it from that perspective it's just really really enjoyable i'm really hooked after two episodes it, they've just got to uh, their first gig uh, at the end of episode two and all the uh, you know the bromley massive are all there and it's it's about to kick off um yeah you know it's yeah i'm really enjoying it uh, and i don't know what other critics are saying about it and i don't really care what critics are saying about it i'm just enjoying it i don't think i'm being very well informed uh, about what really happened in those in those times, but it's enjoyable so far. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I was looking at a clip uh, just before we, we started recording this. I never got to the end, but it was uh, John Lydon was on being interviewed on uh, this morning on on TV in the UK just yesterday, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's not very happy. He's he been, doesn't like it. No, no, he's been stiffed a little bit. He never gave his permission and. Yeah, he's been mm. he's been done over. Really, he's not very happy about the whole thing. So, uh, see so yeah, how that pans out. I think there's legal action going on and, and all that kind of business. So, mm. yeah. So, I would recommend it so far. Having seen two episodes, definitely worth a watch. Yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. Pitching. Yeah, you yeah, should. I you should. It's I, I'm normally fairly wary about these things, especially if there's sort of a straight thing going on. I, I saw about biopics that I've uh, dared watch and have watched and the ones, the few that I enjoyed generally had some weird slant going on. And you mentioned Rocketman and that was, did have uh, uh, fantasy sequences, very mm. short ones, let's say. Um, yeah. And also, I think the thing about that one was it did reveal a part of Elton John, i.e. his gay side, yeah. um, that uh, wouldn't have maybe been done in other circumstances. They they went there, in inverted commas. Mm. Um, I, a, a straighter biopic might not have been quite so uh, uh, investigative of, of that side of his life, but that was more interesting because um, that wasn't uh, – I didn't really know about well, – obviously, I knew about it, but I didn't mm. really know um, – any of the, well, uh, it tied in with the book, the, didn't it? The autobiography, the which I, I, I'd read before yeah, it did. came out. Have you read yeah. the book, by the way? It's the, no, uh, I've not. Oh, you should. I so, should. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. So, I, I, having said that, having said that, that, I like the ones with something different is going on. Like, case in point, um, there was a hardly a biopic, but um, the, the film "I'm Not There." I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, it's uh, described as inspired by the music and many lives of Bob Dylan. And it's a set of unlikely characters um, uh, sort of do mini 
mini episodes within the film on sort of aspects of Dylan's character. Kate Blanchett is one. <laughs> it's really well done. So, uh, uh, Christian Bale, Richard Gere, Ben Rishoff, for goodness sake, you, know, you oh, wow. would not normally think uh, associate them with Dylan at all. Mm. But the, I, I look, looked up the facets of his character the poet, the prophet, the outlaw, the fake, the rock and roll martyr, mm. and the star. And um, they pick someone to, to expand on little stories that, uh, that, that show that those aspects of him uh and great so completely different it's nothing yeah what do you learn about the life of bob dylan well only obliquely you know you, you, yeah you, that's the point you it, won't it, come out of it yeah yeah it can just be entertainment yeah. can't it you know yeah. with some, with some the, nice music the more there. sort of uh, some of the uh, i walk the line johnny cash one yeah, i, was I quite make, enjoyed that that I was, was going to mention was straight one. yeah that was great that performances was, and stuff that's superb i mean um, yeah they couldn't have yeah they couldn't have got it better uh Walking Phoenix and uh, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, the, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to go through a few here as I, that you you can comment as well because yeah. uh, I know you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody mm. with Rami Malek. Yeah, I would have absolutely bloody loved to see Sasha Baron Cohen do that one. Oh. <laughs> instead of but um, it yeah. was I think I read that he was unhappy with the sort of where it ended and would have liked to explore later although, on sad would it have been uh, more of the demise of Freddy rather than well, that's um, a sequel right there isn't it I'm sort of ending it early yeah uh, I don't know if that it was ended what, on a big high didn't it was done, yeah. but, but the, uh, the story that they you know let's do live aid let's be mm. great whilst in the knowledge that um, he was already ill mm. um, but Sasha Baron Cohen allegedly swerved it because he wanted them to dig a bit deeper okay. Uh I thought that was an okay film. Didn't grab me so much. Um, yep, agreed. But pretty, pretty straight. You know, no fantasy sequences. Uh, didn't get me at all. Other things, other things, didn't quite ring true. Uh, you might not have seen. I saw the light. The Hank William, Hank Williams one. No, I with Tom that. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston in the role. Um, certainly the right shape to play Hank Williams. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, certainly a light. Maybe not the right man. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes these films of that era look altogether a bit too glamorous. I mean, I know they've got to make it good looking for the cinema, but um, I can't imagine that. Um, you know, be suited as he was in, in the later days in, in his, his, you know, garish stuff with the music notes on it and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of that time was was really, how can I put it, like scoffing around the south of America. Yeah. Um, in the poor, in the... the Deprived areas, um, and there wasn't enough of that in that particular thing for me. And here's another, here's another one. Here's another one that is a cinema verite, as it oh, were, and not quite a biopic. Oh no, that's Slade in Flame. It's oh, yeah. this one in the seventies, which, at the height of their success, they thought right to a film, and the film is basically about the band Flame, which is them, um, you know, and it's uh, the rise and fall, and it is the fall. And probably so well done that it affected their own careers yeah. um, in a way yeah, that nobody ever quite looked on. Certainly I didn't. It's laid as cheeky chappies ever after that. Yeah, it was pretty uh, heavy so stuff, God, wasn't they, it? Yeah. They could be serious. And it, it all falls to bits. And you kind of wondered if there was more more of them that we hadn't seen because of the, the sort of – Accuracy of Slade in Flame, I would, uh, 
I, I, I own it. <laughs> I own yeah. the album as well um, because it's great. Ever, did you lend me the DVD once? I think I did. Somebody lent me the DVD yeah. of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do have it. Yeah. Mm. When it came out, I was overjoyed to see it been remastered and put out on a DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, and here's one that maybe goes too far, and I'm really worried about this one. Uh, the new upcoming Elvis oh. film by Baz Luhrmann. Uh, it's not going to be straight, is it? it? It's, you know, it's, it's Baz Luhrmann. Uh, that's going to be. You know, we were about things being too colourful. That one is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be far too colourful. Uh, I don't know. Elvis, Christmas, that one, eh? yeah. But um, it's going to be overblown, and the things he's going to do with the music worry me greatly. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, but I read a few reviews, and people were complaining about. Uh, that's too much Colonel Tom Parker in it. But that's mm. the. That's the story. That yeah, is yeah, the story, is. you know, yeah. how this how this very strange character controlled Elvis and, yeah. and would let him do all the things he wanted to do and it was a giant money-making machine for, for him. Mm. Um, I'm worried about that one. And what I'm not worried about, or, or <laughs> less worried about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, drop this exegesis going on here because uh, oh. it's getting a bit long, but um, there is another upcoming film which is the biography of Jerry Lee Lewis. Now, we've had one of these before. Yeah. With Dennis Quaid. Great Balls Jim of Fire. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, uh, but this one is going to be done by Ethan Cohen. Ah. The Cohen Brothers. Yeah. And I love them. Mm. And I like their things. And I think that could be just weird enough yeah. um, to be, you know, to, to, to put a spin <laughs> on, on, on Jerry Lee's uh Tussle between a devil and yeah. rock and roll. Well, that's you know? what I was going to say. Even if it's dead straight, it'll be weird enough, won't it? Yes. <laughs> if it's factually yeah. accurate, it'll be completely weird. So, yep. uh, that yeah. his underage wife yeah. and yep. all those kind of odd things. Um, yep. uh, yeah. Deeply strange chap, I think, Jerry Lee, despite yeah. being the, still with us, some right? of the greatest rock right and roll songs that? ever made. Is he still you alive? Are, yes. Yeah. He still is. Yeah. Wow. So there's a there's a there's a, a long ramble, but uh, some of the things I like about biopics, some of the things I definitely hate, and yeah. occasionally when the, when those things are usurped or, or broken by films that um, um, do something that I think is good. There's been so many, haven't there? Um, yeah, I, I I'm yeah. trying to think of some. I've I, I watched the Jimi Hendrix one, um, the one with Andre Three Thousand. Mm. See that one? No. You know, the guy from Outcast, Andre Three Thousand, he was yeah. he played Jimi Hendrix. That was all right. Mm. That wasn't bad. I think you can find that on uh, Be- yeah. Beamer Film. I, I watched it on there. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's free. I, yeah. I'll have. I'll, I am, as I said, wary. Even having, having mentioned just lots of ones that I've seen, mm. um, The Doors. That was another one. The Val Kilmer. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. You know. Yeah, I never saw that one. Didn't. I don't think. Oh, it's Ethan Cohen. Ethan Cohen probably could have made a good job of that one. Mm. Um, you know, also mystical, strange, yeah. weird, drugged fellow. Yeah. So, um, listeners, rock biopic. Well, yeah. Not rock any biopics, really. Any real. You any know, biopics of anybody. Yeah. Films yeah. based on real life or TV series based on real life. Let us know. Maybe we'll try and compile yeah. a great big list and try and get through it all. That could be a challenge, yeah. couldn't it? Uh, yeah. And uh, could yeah, be. there'll be more we haven't seen than we have, that's for sure. Um, mm. All right. I reckon we've just about done enough there, don't you? Button should be good. I only really had one more thing to mention, but we can oh, go to then. that next time. No, go for it. Um, well, it's another upcoming. It's basically um, 
Taika Waititi's um, next Thor film, Thor Love and Thunder, which the trailers are out and we'll put in the links. And um, I, having seen the first one and having seen 20 minutes of the ones previous to the ones that he didn't do because they were too po-faced and mm. I only really didn't like them, <laughs> uh, this one looks um, full of humour. Return to form. And, uh, well, no, I didn't really break his form, did he? But uh, no. it, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I should be, I should be watching that one, and we'll probably be going to the cinema to do it. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Okay, sure. um, just uh, one last thing, really. About uh, you all heard about monkeypox, of course. It yeah, reminded me. Uh, I saw this statistic. It said that humans eat more bananas than monkeys. And I thought about it. I thought, you know what? That's true because I eat a lot of bananas, but I can't remember the last time I ate a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Funny that. Yeah, funny that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, let's go, shall we? I've got work to do. So thanks for listening, everyone. Send us in your biopic stuff. Send us in anything you want to send us. Like, subscribe, give us thumbs ups and stars and all that good stuff because it all helps. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side, folks. Say goodbye, Captain. Goodbye, Captain. See you later, folks. Bye. See you all the final. You've been listening to Only a Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch and share your feedback and ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Go to onlyapodcast.com or you can find us at Only a Podcast on Twitter and Instagram or via our Facebook page. Remember, it's Only a Podcast. Only a Podcast.